Okay. It's going down. I'm yelling, Timber. <laughs> you better move. You better you dance. You better dance. Let's say goodnight. We won't remember. Dude, I, I, used, I used to listen to Kesha all the time as a kid. Me and too. I think, I think that's why I turned out this way. No, you know what? You know what, bitch? You know what? In fourth grade, I won star student for my fourth grade. I don't know what fucking class it was. Like reading or English? I don't fucking know. Anyways, I, I got star student. So he had this like big like newspaper looking thing that he would hang on like his like next to his classroom door and it would have like the kid who won star student and they would have like a bunch of like fun facts about themselves. So for favorite song, I put TikTok by Kesha because you already fucking know. As you should. And I got bullied so hard for it, bitch. I was a trendsetter. I was a trendsetter. Imagine not having taste. Can never be literally ahead of my fucking time at like what, like fucking like nine years old, bitch. Literally, I used to fucking I would go and like crosswire and like, you know, borrow songs. I had all the Kesha songs, as you should. I love Kesha. Shout out to Kesha. Shout um, out to Kesha. She has nothing to do with wrestling. Uh, hi, welcome to the Ring Rat Radio podcast. Um, we ha- it's been it's been like a year. Felt like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were. I think I'm not even gonna lie. I think us and Max were gone for like the same amount of time. <laughs> no, literally. I think I think the week that he cut that promo was like the last episode we did. No. I- yeah, because I remember talking about it. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> See, we're back. MJF fans, so key. Yeah, not actually though. We don't like them. Um, we covered Forbidden Door. That was like, yes. the last thing that we did. So. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was Double or Nothing. Wait, was Double or Nothing? No. It's no. It was Forbidden Door. I literally just looked at her tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Forbidden Door. Okay. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, is Craig recording? Is Craig recording? We're, well, actually, you know, since since we're changing things up a bit, uh, we're recording on Discord now instead of Zoom, so that way we don't have to disrupt the flow every 30 minutes. I believe yeah. Craig is recording. Craig is our, our little bear mod dog. Yeah. Um, we're just not gonna explain anything other than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's our mod dog. He's just our bear. <laughs> he's our bear. You already know. Uh, Blurp is having a little bit of trouble getting into the chat. You know, hate it's that for just, her. But uh, <laughs> it's just thirty minutes from now. You just hear, "I'm better than you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we added some uh, some uh, sound effects. <laughs> Blurp has been thinking for I think about. 30 minutes now. Yeah, she's uh, been thinking about Max for a while. I felt that. She just like us for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's been a while. It's been since like June or something. And it's September. Yeah. So, um, 
we yeah. basically went the entire summer without Ring Rat Radio. You know, I know that must have been such a terrible summer for you guys. I know y'all were crying yourselves to sleep every night. You know, sometimes life is very difficult and you don't you can't make time for for things a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, we never forgot about you. We love you. You're no. our children. Yeah. You know, mom and dad always come back. For real. Like, you know. <laughs> Um, we forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm Rosalie. I, I know it's been so long. You forgot my name. Uh, <laughs> I'm Rosalie, and I'm Jay, and we are we are the rats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, before we get on to what we're going to talk about in this podcast, which isn't necessarily a very long, um. Because we know we miss a lot of things in the mm-hmm. time that we were gone. Um, so we're literally just going to go over what happened this weekend and then some other stuff that happened. We're really not going to go too in-depth because there's like three months worth of things that we have to cover. And that is a lot. So Yeah, and just like the vent situation itself, all of the nuance and all of the backstory that we have yeah. to give. This we can't fit like all of four that. Four hours long. <laughs> yeah, we can't fit all of that in here. So we're literally just going to cover what happened this weekend, which was uh, Clash at the Castle, and uh, I didn't get to watch Worlds Collide, so uh, you can talk about it. But um, um, I'll talk about like what's on the bill. But I, I don't know. Worlds Collide was kind of, not going to lie. Everything kind of mid, with the like exception of like a few matches, even AEW. Yeah, uh, we're also going to talk about All Out and All Out Zero Hour, and we're also going to talk about some drama. Ooh. Love drama! Oh my God, we're gonna keep you guessing. Um, we're going to talk about the things that I know y'all were dying to hear. I know y'all were crying yourself to sleep every night because you didn't know what we were up to. So we're going to talk about our favorite topic, which is ourselves. So do you want to go first, or yeah, what way we're doing this? Um, I mean, you can go first if you're boring. Uh, I guess. Well, you know, I've been grinding. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been rough. Uh, I started college. Well, I didn't start it. I've I've been in college, but (laughs) I started my sophomore year. Um, it's, it's been pretty lit. It's been pretty lit. Um, I don't even know what else I did, bro. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I bought tickets to go see Bad Omens in November. Also, they recently just canceled a show because the lead singer, like, something happened where, like, he can't sing. It was like, girl, I better not affect my show (laughs) because it's the only thing I've been looking forward to. I hope it gets better, though, because, you know, that kind of sucks. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But we can watch this, Um, like, this weekend. Yeah, dude, people were so pissed about it, but it's like, you know, like, what do you want him to do? Yeah, like, at least he gave y'all like, money back. Like, literally, but like, you know, like, what's the point of like going to go see him and he's not even going to sing live, you know? Like, I'd rather him like sing live than, you know, do over a backtrack mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, because like, at least you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. So, like, it's good for him to like, you know, cancel it because he knows that he can't mm-hmm. sing. So, like, you know, just be more empathetic. Yeah. Yeah, for real. 
Um, honestly, I I don't think I've really done much. Um, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably think of everything I did after you after you say your yeah, shit. Yeah, probably. Um, but <laughs> but I really don't know anything that I did of any kind of importance. Um, um but yeah, some little updates on me. Uh, I got in a relationship. That's cool. Slay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm really happy. Um, I finished and well, I started and finished the boys, which shuttered roughly. Oh yeah, we watched the boys. Yeah. Love that show. Yeah, seasons one and two were definitely like I prefer them to season three because season three hurt my heart, but we're not gonna talk about that. Season three is actually not even canon. Um that's crazy. They literally just they literally they literally just shot it and they released it and we're like, damn, that's crazy. But when's the, the real season three coming yeah. out? You know? Jensen Ackles was hot though. Jensen Ackles was really God, hot. he was so hot. Yeah. He was very hot. I don't what else happened? You guys know about Stubbs, you know, Shout the cat that doesn't have a tail. That's a Stubbs. Um she is literally she's got that dog in her. For real. Um I don't know. I guess that's it. Like, I'm gonna have surgery in like a couple months, but you know, whatever. I'm not thinking about it. I love that for you. That's really slay, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, speaking of surgery, Seamus is gonna need it. Oh, for not, real? Not really. He's not actually injured, as far as I know. You but, know like, what? You know what? I think. I think. You know. I think the really the biggest takeaway we should take out of this weekend is that we witnessed one of like the most anticipated, most you know like a, a return that I prayed for every single day, every single night of my waking moment. I manifested this return. I I simply I literally like I wanted nothing more than this return. I literally would have sold my soul i would have sold my dog everything for this return and we got it bitch <laughs> we got it we got and it it's bitch. not mjf it's not mjf fuck mjf no ma'am MJF. i'm talking about imperium Woo. giovanni okay. my bitch my bitch i love him he is such an icon he really is um Okay, so the way that we're going to do this, in order to, like, kind of try and, like, make this episode, like, a little bit of a shorter one, we're not going to, like, cover every single match from every single place of view this weekend. Because there's three of them. Yeah. There was Clash at the Castle on Saturday. There was World's Collide on Sunday and All Out on Sunday. Technically, if you count, like, the All Out pre-show, there was, like, four, but whatever. That doesn't so really we're count. Just, yeah. So like we're just gonna like talk about like the matches that we definitely think that like you should check out from this weekend. Yeah. And we're gonna do it in chronological order just to be fair. Um, so for Clash at the Castle, I think me and you both agree that like Walter well no, Walter versus Seamus for the Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship was like incredible it was fantastic one thing about me is that i love big meaty men 
bumping me. Mm-hmm. And yep. that is exactly what this was. Um, I think, like, bro, the imagery. The imagery of Imperium facing off against Butch, Ridge, and Seamus. That was so cool. And then, like, Marcel and Fabian fighting Pete and Ridge while Seamus and <laughs> and then Walter like stared each other down until the bell rang a dog. That was one of the mm-hmm. coolest visuals I've ever seen. Like that was I don't think wrestling cinematography gets acknowledged like it should. It really doesn't. Like that was like, beautiful. That was. I need like Fucking ringside photographers like post pictures of that. Literally, dude. It it's like a modern day Renaissance painting, you know? Like mm-hmm. that was beautiful. That was a work of art. Um, um so like funny story. I was like I was watching it on on the cock on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and as soon as Walter versus Jameis started happening, I guess more people started, like, filtering in. And so my TV started messing up. And Nix was in front of my TV, so I couldn't, like, use my remote. And so I stood up. I put it, I, like, turned Peacock on on my phone because something was like, nah, you're going to want to see this. You're going to want to see this. And I got there right as Marcel was introducing Giovanni. Shut up. I stood up and I did not sit down until like the match is almost over because I just I was pacing. I was so fucking excited. You're flabbergasted. I, I was because I was just like, what the like and then I messaged you and I was like, bitch, bitch, like come on. Dude, I was at work. I was so fucking pissed, bro. But they my <laughs> my my manager, I forgot about Clash of the Castle because I forgot the pay-per-views are on a Saturday now. So I was mm-hmm. like my manager's like, hey, can you come in earlier? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, not like I have anything better to do. I did. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I go in, you know, completely just whatever. And then I remembered about Clash of the Castle. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's probably going to be fine. But it's not going to be like, you know, groundbreaking or anything. Bitch. <laughs> they, fucking, wrong. they fucking reunite Imperium on the one show I choose not to watch. I mean, I came back yeah. and I, I came back and I watched it, but um, I, I, I was so sad I get to see it live. But they looked beautiful. They were wearing all black. It was gorgeous, lovely, beautiful, talented, never before seen, never before done, completely original. I loved it. I, I love it here. Um, I miss Imperium mm-hmm. so much. My emotional support, yeah. European men. The only valid European. For real. Fuck Europe. But like, except for those three people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you are anything like me and Rosalie and you love big meaty men, slap the meat, you love like the real fight feel, definitely check out Walter versus Seamus because after two chops, literally, I swear, there was- after the second chop, that's when that lasteration I swear that's yeah. what happened. It happened early in the match. There was a literal slash. Like, like if if you had a knife and you, like, slashed his shoulder. That is what it looked like. There was a literal mm-hmm. slash on Seamus' shoulder. There look, were at, look at the pictures that he posted after this match and tell me that that's not something you gotta see. Like, that is no. 
how often do you see Seamus like that? Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. And, like, if you look on, like, his pet in, like, a couple spots, you can fucking see, like, the outline of Walter's fingers. It's not, like, sharp, like, the Jack Stars one. Yeah. But, like, if you look, you can see that. Because I was zooming in. I love seeing, like, the effect that, like, chops have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was a great match, but you highly, highly recommend it. Um, yeah. A, um, the other match that I also highly recommend from Clash at the Castle, and I hate to do this. I really, I hate to do this because fuck Seth Rollins, but really, fuck Riddle. For real. But, um, Seth Rollins versus Riddle. Um, Seth is such a good wrestler. He is so good. He has insane chemistry with people that you wouldn't expect it with. Just like, he's, he's good at what he does. And he deserves all of the props that he gets. But I also hope that his coffee beans are burnt in the morning. For real. Like, honestly, he kind of slayed. Um, mm-hmm. slayed the house, boots down, Houston, I'm deceased. Mm-hmm. He slayed, but yeah. also, he looked ugly as hell. He looked a fucking disaster. He looked a mess, actually. He looked really ugly. Like, honestly, like, he should've, he should, like, why did he even think to, like, you know, wake up in the morning and put that on? You know, like, bitch. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> um, dude. He did, like, he did a fucking like curb stomp off of the second rope. Also, a bitch rather got a little emotional when he was, you know, conducting the crowd. I know. I that was such a cool visual. Like, I think, you know, I don't think we give Seth Rollins his flowers. Like the dude can fucking go and like people are like mm-hmm. undermining him. But like he and can he go. He is so consistent. He's such a hard worker. Why is it hot? Why is it hot? Why is your pocket hot? You got a hot pocket. (laughs) That was so funny. Oh, my cousin just came back to give me my keys. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, sorry. Continue. Um, also, I forgot to mention it in, like, the match before, but after that match, um, Imperium left the ring, and they let Seamus, like, have a moment to, like, get, um, like, the crowd to cheer for him, and that was another one of beautiful moments, because, like, Seamus has been in WWE since I can remember. Yeah, that dude's been there forever. He has been there forever. He's rarely gotten like seriously injured that I remember. Fortunately, um, he's such a consistent worker. Like he, I think he's one of the ones that like we see him all the time. So like you don't really like appreciate what he does. Mm-hmm. But like I think we need to have more appreciation for Seamus. I really do. Yeah, he's like the Miz in terms of like being like completely underappreciated. Because like I feel like. Like, Seamus is also like The Miz, where, like, you can throw him anywhere and it makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, throw him in a tag team, and that makes sense. Put him with, like, a ma- in a main event, you wouldn't question it, obviously. Of course, Seamus. 
you know, have him be like I the opener on something. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's like a perfect like jack of all trades. He really is. Like honestly, I kind of want to see Roman versus Sheamus. You know, bring it back to the 2012s, 2014s, that kind of shit. Yep. Um, but yeah, like really, those two matches are like the ones that I would recommend for Clash at the Castle. Yeah, the the actual show itself was really good though. Um, mm-hmm. Drew brought back the well, he brought he brought it back for like thirty seconds. Uh, his mm-hmm. bro- his broken dreams theme song, which I still to this day believe is his best theme song, but specifically yep. like the slow, like harder one, not like the mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just it's a very specific one, but it's the one that they played on the on the video package they showed, um, which yeah. like it kind of made me a little bit emotional too, because it's like damn, mm-hmm. you know, like he really went from like three MB and like this like young fresh faced guy to like this grizzled like. Uh, more mature, like main eventer. Like you wouldn't even question mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre like being in a main event anymore, you know? Like that's crazy. Yeah, I I'm really proud of Drew's progress. I I really am. Yeah. Um. um Worlds collide. Kind of. It's kind of mid. Um. Check out Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Um. I know it's like it's really funny to like talk shit about Ricochet because some of the shit that that boy does it's like what made you do that like explain your thought process to me why are you bald but, but, yeah why are you bald <laughs> why um, are you bald why do you why do you dance like that <laughs> no, that picture is not that funny I've been dancing with <laughs> I do I've that dancing with the, the cheerleaders time. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen it, where it's like it's the, it's no. the same event where like Becky Lynch was like dancing with like Bianca and like Snoop Dogg. You haven't seen, it? dude. That was everywhere uh-uh. on Twitter for like a solid two days. It's the Ricochet dancing with like the cheerleaders. I wasn't on Twitter those days. I don't think. Well, you gotta you gotta look at it because it's really funny. Yeah. Um, but like Carmelo, his entrance. Like on the monitors behind like the crowd, they had a jersey that had like the name of like every single dude that like he's beat. And then where he like came out for like the actual like entrance part, it had I think it was red. It was either white and then turned red after the match, or it was red and then turned white after the match. But he had one that had Ricochet's name, like whenever he walked out. That was one of the coolest things. I personally think that Carmelo Hayes is like the future of pro wrestling. Oh, he is like, definitely. He's he, so cool. Carmelo is that dude. Like he's him he is me. that guy. Okay. Um, no one's doing it like him. Nobody. Um, you don't have to watch the match, but I also think that everyone should like look at Tyler Bates' um entrance at World Glide because it just it really added so much weight to the. NXT UK Championship and to that um I love Tyler I forgot that that boy is only 25 years old dude I was flabbergasted I was like holy shit I forgot he's young as hell Tyler Bate looks like like I saw he, <laughs> he looks way older but he posted a picture of him when he was like 17 the dog looked 35 I was 
fucking flabbergasted. <laughs> I was, I was, I was shook. I, I, I was so, I was so confused. Yeah, like he, he, he does not look twenty-five, but that, he is twenty-five, and he's already accomplished so much. And I love Tyler. I think he's so cool. He is. Shout out to Tyler Bate. Um, yeah, shout out. Okay, I think that's pretty much it for Worlds Collide. I I heard it was pretty okay. Um, yeah, I'd give it a B. Yeah, I I didn't really get to watch it. Oh, should we wait? Clash of the ca- Clash of the Castle, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Clash of the Castle. I would, I'd give it like a B plus or like an A minus. B plus A minus. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. <clears throat> The crowd um, definitely made it though, because like UK crowds or like international crowds, like they don't really get to see wrestling that often. Well, like WWE wrestling that often. So like whenever they do go, the crowds are like on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like if you have a great crowd, then like your pay per view can easily be like a B plus, like easily. Yeah. Um. Um. Do you want to take? Um, all out zero hour, or do you want me yeah, to do that? I could do that. Uh, yeah. So all out zero hour was, I believe, like directly after Worlds Collide, which, like, damn, that was. There was an hour in between. Yeah, like an hour, an hour. thirty minutes. Yeah, but yeah, we had all out zero hour. Um, there were a few matches on this show, but we do have two particular standouts. One of which is like low key, like could have gone on the main show, in my opinion. Um, but it, we're gonna definitely th- think that, like, yeah. could have. <clears throat> but, yeah. Um, but we had Hook in his third ever pre-show match, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was defending his FTW championship uh, against Cool Hand, Angelo Parker. Also, his theme song is fucking groovy, dude. Ah, that kind of went hard. so groovy. It did. It's, it's so groovy. Like, that's crazy. Action Bronson okay. was at ringside. He had one titty out. I really respected that. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Action Bronson. Um, yeah, he's a real motherfucker. <laughs> he's so fucking real. Nobody nobody will do you late. Like, Action Bronson. He's so real. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Hook came out. I don't think he had new gear. Um, but he, he looked great. Beautiful, fabulous, ten out of ten. Yeah, he looked fantabulous. Um, and yeah, I thought that this was one of the longest hook matches to date. It's not. It was literally three minutes, um, but it felt way longer. Um, yeah, maybe because of the segment afterwards. But it was pretty good. We got to see more hook selling, and also, um, Daddy Magic kept inter intervening. Um. So, you know, Hook was, like, the <laughs> underdog here. Also, he came out of the yeah. face tunnel, so you love to see it. The only reason I remember the face tunnel versus, like, the heel tunnel was because whenever I go to the AEW shows, I sit on, like, the hard cam side. So, like, if mm-hmm. I can see them clearly, they're a bad guy. But if I can't, they're a good guy. I don't know how that makes sense to me, but it does. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how that I remember it. That's how I remember it. Um, I don't. Yeah. I'm constantly forgetting which one's which. Yeah, honestly. It, it's but kind it, of a stupid idea, but it's it's kind of, it's fun. <laughs> it's camp. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it keeps you guessing if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> JR comes out of the heel tunnel. You don't you don't know what's going on. Uh, also, the commentary dog. <laughs> the commentary throughout this entire night. Dude. <laughs> that shit had me on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they were so, so fucking funny dude they were hilarious Taz wasn't on commentary for this hook match which I was really sad about but he was mm-hmm. on commentary I think for Eddie versus Ishii um, mm-hmm. but yeah so Hook and Angelo had a pretty good match you know for three minutes uh, Angelo ta- uh, tapped out to the to the red rum and then uh, Daddy Magic you know attacked Hook from behind and Action Bronson came out to save the day because Action Bronson is, is a real G. Um, mm-hmm. he, he came out and he um, he he German suplex, I believe. Uh, I think yeah. it was Angelo. I think it might have been Angelo. Angelo or Danny Magic. I don't remember who. Uh, one of them. <laughs> he he, he uh, German suplexed him. And, you know, him and Hook shook hands or they hugged or both or I don't know. I don't know what we know. But yeah, shout out to Action Brunson. Yeah, He's like so shout real. out. He's so real. He's so real. Um, speaking of real, the realest motherfucker in wrestling. For real. Eddie. Eduardo Kingston. Man. Man. Okay. To sum up this match, we're just gonna tell you something that was said on commentary. Excalibur completely shocked and said what did he say did he say what was he like he like whoa bro he just said he he i think he just straight up said like bro (laughs) yeah like like hold on i'll send it to you how what the what this shit was on the pre-show bro (laughs) on the pre-show they put out a fucking five-star tokyo dome classic on the fucking pre-show like (laughs) cocaine's a hell of a drug bro (laughs) Cocaine's a hell of a drug. But yeah, man, this shit was rough, bro. Taz and Tony and Excalibur were all, uh, like, there was, like, this one particular, like, chop. I don't know who did it, but there was this one particular chop or, like, some kind of exchanging of blows that happened. Literally, the entire commentary team was just flabbergasted, dude. They were Mm -hmm. like, what the Okay, like, I found it. Excalibur literally he didn't he wasn't even yelling. That's how you know that this shit was like crazy because he just went, damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. This shit was crazy, bro. Uh shout out to to the to fucking Ishii, by the way. Fucking yeah. king. Um, his chest was red and starting to bruise. Eddie's chest was starting to bruise. Like they, they hold back. Yeah, they went so fucking hard for a pre-show match, dude. Crazy. Um, but yeah, dude. This, honestly, this made it until like, my favorite matches of 2022. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of sucks that the rest of the show I mean, kind of. Eh. But yeah, you know, this is a good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that match was really good. Yeah. Everyone should check it out it's free on YouTube. It was literally for free. Like it was literally for free. he literally gave that to us for free. What the fuck? So on to the main show. Do you want to do this in chronological order or no? Yeah, I just want to give a, a little shout out to um 
you know, it sucks that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are one of my favorites lit matches of the night, but uh, I believe that the match with um, Kenny... The trios? Yeah, the trios match. Kenny, the Bucks versus yeah, I must have put it. Hangman and the Dark Order. I thought that was a really good match. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was really good. I really liked the like Hangman, you know, still didn't want, not wanting Dark Order to like, you know, beat up I think it's Nick. Is Nick the one with the bad back? Um, you're going to have to tell me either the pretty looking one or the one that still has earrings from the lesbian. Uh... Did he have darker hair or lighter hair? The lighter hair? That's Nick. Okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know what's what? They're not even twins, dude. They're literally like I think it's like six years apart. But cannot tell those bitches apart. Absolutely not. <laughs> I can tell them apart if I'm looking at them. But if you're asking me yeah. to go off from memory, if I, if nah. I stare at them for a long period of time, I'm like, okay, I know which was Matt and I know which was Nick. If you fucking just look, show me a picture, like a flash me a picture, and you're like, okay, which one was Matt? Which was like, I can't tell you. I can't. Tell okay, you. I have a profession to make. What? I'm kind of becoming a little bit of an elite stan. Low-key, honestly. <laughs> like, I didn't say anything, but low-key. Yeah, it's just like, that, just between us, like, sh- don't tell anybody. For real. <laughs> like, but there, there's some really good wrestlers. Like, No, honestly, they're really, like, they're actually really good wrestlers. Like, I don't think anybody's really disputing that. But it's just, mm-hmm. you have to, it's kind of like Will Ospreay. <laughs> Yeah, it's just competitive. It's kind of like Will Ospreay, you know? It's like, you watch a Will Ospreay match, you fucking seen them all. But then you put him in with, like, an opponent that, like, you know, forces him to, like, think outside of the box with, like, something like Orange Cassidy. Um, or, like, an opponent that, like, forces them to, like, actually tell a story uh, while mm-hmm. they wrestle. And you got a golden, you, you got a golden match, you know? Because I thought, mm-hmm. I thought Kenny was doing, did really good in this match, actually, for being, like, um... Freshly back. Yeah. Like, he did really good. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, this match I thought was super good. Um, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Big shout out uh, to this match. Yeah. Shout out to the trios match. Oh, um, wait. We got to establish something for the. Uh, to the- Oh yeah, for the in- inaugural in- inaugural uh, trios champions. Um, but anyways, oh, we have yeah, to establish yeah. something. Yeah, we have to establish something. So the op- the opening match for this pay per view was the casino ladder match. Um, I'm going to try to do this off of memory. <laughs> we had Wheeler Yuta, Ray Fenix, yep. mm-hmm. Penta, Rouge, mm-hmm. Andrade, mm-hmm. Claudio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dante, 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 Dante. Dante. Yep. Uh, and then the Joker. I believe that's everybody. Yeah. Okay. Period. Yeah. I mean, we just had a very long discussion about this. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways. Okay. Um, the Joker was a well. It was. How do I explain what happened? Well, my stream gave out. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, my stream gave out you. for a solid like six minutes i had no idea what the fuck was going on you were literally just texting me shit and i was like none of these words are in the bible what is going on (laughs) and i was trying to reconnect my stream because i was at work and i had to watch on my phone and you already know that's a fucking mess 
So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you take handle the situation. I have to say, I think the words we got edged during the Bible. Dude, you literally just, te- you, you literally texted me. We got edged. We got edged. I was like, huh? I was like, what? Okay. So no spoilers. Just going to explain what happened. That's literally what I was saying to do. That's what I was saying. But you wanted to argue anyway. <laughs> what they about me is that I've argued. <laughs> okay. So the ladder match is winding down. You know, the wrestlers are everywhere. They're tired. And then you see these group of guys in like black hoodies and masks come out and they attack all of the wrestlers. And then another person dressed in all black comes out, climbs the ladder and grabs the poker chip from that's hanging above the room. That person takes his mask off and it's revealed to be Stokely Hathaway, formerly known as Malcolm Bivens. He's smiling. He's, you know, laughing like, oh, you guys don't know what's coming for you. And then, out of nowhere, Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones starts playing. Side note. Nobody. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've ever heard a single Rolling Stones song. I know the name of that song, but I have never heard it in my like, I've literally never heard a single Rolling Stones song. I guarantee song. you've heard it. I promise you, you've heard it. Well, I have now, but, <laughs> but I've never heard it. Like, I literally don't know a single Rolling Stones song. That's the only Rolling Stones song that I know, and it goes so hard. That song goes so hard. I'm going to add that to my library after this. Anyway, <laughs> that song starts playing, and this person dressed in all black, black gloves, black pants, black shoes, black jacket. And the coolest mask I've ever fucking seen. Yo, for real. Some shit straight out of Insidious. Straight up. Like, it's demonic looking while still being, like, minimalistic. (laughs) It was so hot. (laughs) Like, that was really hot. (laughs) Anyway, um, they walk down to the ring, grab the poker chip from... Stokely, and then the big reveal, JK. They we got edged. I, we got edged. <laughs> they lifted their head, hands up to the mask, acts like they're going to take it off, and then does the finger wag at us and leaves. We got edged. <laughs> we got edged. That, that sentence is in the Bible. We got edged. I was so confused because you were just texting me shit, and I was like, "Huh? What the fuck going on?" Um, no, because that shit that was so cool. It was kind of hot. It, it looked hot. I saw a clip of it. Um, you should watch it live. That shit made my brain short. Well, that's I, really, well. Unfortunately, my stream was not working, so I couldn't. Kind of been a broke bitch. I do, I do have money. I'm just not going to throw $60 at Tony Khan for a mid-pay-per-view. What are you talking about? You totally paid for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I totally paid for it. You know, it was actually fight fault. So, yeah. yeah. It was because of fight. Like, you guys need Because I watched it on fight. Like a, like a okay. law-abiding citizen. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway, don't, don't DM me for stream links or anything. Uh, yeah. Me either. I don't. I can't help you. I, I literally don't know a single illegal website. 
at all. Anyway, uh, I don't even know, but we're, we're, why, do, why are we saying this? Anyways, <clears throat> next we have a match that I think was kind of surprising for how good it was. Like, it's like one of those things where, like, you assume it'll be, like, a fine match, but you don't assume it to be, like, as good as it came out mm-hmm. to be. Um, that is, and of I, course... I, oh, you can go. I was just gonna say, I think, like... And I messaged you, like, before this match. I was like, I think they have, like, more of the chance than, like, we think. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, it was it was really good. I have, like, some opinions on this match that we can get into. Yeah. So, um, the match we're talking about, of course, is Swerve in Our Glory, uh, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus The Acclaimed. Everybody loves The Acclaimed. Everybody loves The Acclaimed. Especially Jim Ross. Yeah, that is the funniest shit. Jim me. Ross is the funniest motherfucker alive, brother. That he had yeah. me fucking crying. I was on the floor. He's. <laughs> Shout out to Oklahoma. Shout out Oklahoma and shout out the weed shout farm. Shout out to JR's weed farm. <laughs> shout out the weed farm. <laughs> Big shout out to the weed farm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this match features highlights such as a crowd of 60, right? Like 60,000 people, or is that Clash of Castle? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it features a sold out arena chanting the words. And I quote, Scissor me, daddy. Scissor me, daddy. Um, dang, that's really crazy because this is not coming up. Um, it's not? No. How much does the Now okay. Arena, how much does it hold? Um, how long? Look. Where is it? No, it should tell you on the thing. Oh, it says capacity of 10,000. Oh. I feel like there's way more than 10,000 people. Whatever. A crowd of Hold a on, bunch of down. people. Go down on the thingy? On what? On the Now Arena or All Out? On the one that you're on. Oh, no, it doesn't tell you that. Okay, so, yeah. like, 10,000 people were there. It oh, was, like, uh, sold out. It was more than two, I want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. More than two um, people. <laughs> but this match was okay. Admittedly, I'm not the biggest acclaimed fan just because, like, sometimes Matt Pastor rubs me the wrong way, but that boy can move. Shout out Anthony Bones, though. Shout out Anthony Bones. Yeah, shout out to Anthony Emo King. For real. <laughs> um, but this match was absolutely incredible because Keith Lee, that motherfucker's scares me with how good he is. That dude is terrifying. He is so good. It is crazy. So swerve. Yeah. Um I this match was like I think it would have been better if they hadn't have made it a title match yet. Yeah. Um well should we spoil the ending because I mean, yeah, because, like, they're going to know anyway. Yeah. So, Servant Our Glory retained. And during the press conference, uh, the post-media scrum, like, somebody asked Tony Khan if he, like, would have called an audible and have, like, the acclaim go over even though they weren't supposed to because, like, the crowd was so hot. But it's like, how are you going to ask that in front of the champions, dude? 
Like, yeah. have some self-respect. Like, Especially, like, they haven't even been champions, like, that long. Yeah. And, like, I think Swerve and Glory definitely deserve, like, a good reign with, like, a lot of good and um, I think by making this a title match this early on in this feud, it really kind of, like, the situation, like, I, I definitely think that it should have been a non-title match to, like, lead up to one, like, later on down the road. Yeah. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, just not have this match be at pay three. Because, I don't know, the crowd was, like, super hot. I feel like if the Acclaimed would have oh, won, yeah. like, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Because, um, like, dude, the like, crowd was on fucking it. fire for them. And, like, every single time, like, they went for, like, the closest, nearest fall I've ever seen. Like, I'm talking, like, 2.999999. Like, yeah, Roman Reigns mm-hmm. is fucking shaking. Um... Like, the closest near fall I've ever seen in my fucking life. And, like, you know, they kicked out at the very, like, last millisecond. Like, my heart broke a little for them. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude, that's kind of shitty. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, they they, they did really good. Um, mm-hmm. Like, low-key, I kind of stand the acclaimed. But also, I don't, because Max Caster is kind of annoying sometimes. But I thought this match was super good. It was one of the standouts, surprisingly. Like, when you look at this pay-per-view, like, on paper, I guess, yeah, this is one of the matches that, like, you expect to, like, fall under the radar. But, honestly, this was kind of a standout. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, another, like, okay, we're just going to talk about it because, like, we used to pray for times like this, unfortunately. <laughs> I used to pray for times like these. Like, straight up, just begging God, begging Tony Khan. Um, but at all out, we got to see Motor City Machine Guns wrestling in an AEW ring. Unfortunately, yes, dude, I was tearing up. Yeah, it was with Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. <laughs> you know the like less superior Jay. Give me my name back, you coward. Um, like like in the list of top three Jays, he's like four. Yeah, um, he's like ten. <laughs> For real. Um, but. Um, if you take out the aspect that is Jay Lethal and you just look at this match from like Motor City Machine Guns and FTR and Wardlow, incredible match. Um, I messaged Rosalie and I was like, <laughs> Alex and Chris remind me of hyenas with the way that they would like take apart their opponents. Yeah, we got, we got, we got heal Motor City yeah. Machine Guns, which was crazy. That was so good. It was crazy. Um, I was so excited. I saw Chris. He tagged in. I was like, I said, that's my baby, and I'm really proud. Um, and then Alex tagged in, and I was like, that's my baby, and I'm really proud. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was so happy for them. They did fantastic. Like, I think, like, I, you know, they're 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 regarded as one of the best tag teams like mm-hmm. of all time. But I feel I feel like they still don't get their no, first. Real. Like. Like, there's just some shit that, like, they do where it's just, like, they are so in mm-hmm. sync. Like, 
it's like they don't even have to think about it you know like if like one of them is tagging in like the other one like holds it holds their opponent there or like they like you know push their foot against Mm -hmm. like that person or whatever like they are in sync like they are in the on the same channel you know on the same wavelength like it's crazy dude like i feel like they still don't get the respect they they deserve but they are tag team legends for a reason dude Yeah, um, I absolutely would love to see FTR versus uh, Motor City. Definitely. I think we need to match. Definitely. Um, but shout out to Chris. Shout out to Alex. You guys did incredible. Um, they would just like pick apart their opponent. And it was just, it was really cool. Um, you know, I'm not going to recommend that match because I refuse to recommend a Jay Lethal match. But like, you know, shout out to Motor City Machine. Shout out to the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, this was pretty fun, honestly. Every time Jay Lethal came on, I kind of just deflated a little. But uh, <laughs> the the Motor City Machine Guns and Wardlow and FTR, all of them, they did great. Um, but yeah, so then we had the main event. But yeah, so so you know how we mentioned the the Joker, I'm um, the Joker baby. You know he came out. And <laughs> And he literally said that. Yeah, he literally came out. He's like, I'm the Joker baby. And then he left. <laughs> um, well, um, after the main event, which I think was a pretty good main event, CM Punk was wearing white for some reason. Like white pants. Not mm-hmm. the move, to be honest. But also kind of the move, to nah, be honest. He doesn't have the ass. Yeah, he does not have the ass required to wear pants. Listen, you have to you have to when, whenever you're picking your wrestling gear, you have to have the correct anatomy for it. You know, some people just don't have the ass for it. Like Chris Jericho did not have the ass for his pants. Like he did not have the ass. You for know it. who did have the ass for his pants? Whom's Ricky Starks? Yeah, tu sabe, wey. Hell yeah, <laughs> motherfucker, Richard. He looks so good. He was wearing pants, dude. Hobbs unfortunately, had him over his but he looks so good. He looked so good. Hobbs had him over his shoulder, and I was just like, "God damn, that boy's thick." <laughs> that mother, that motherfucker, thick, bro. He, oh my god, he got men. Men have so much ass for no reason. It's crazy. No, for <laughs> real. I think it's funny. Like, like, obviously, I'm not gonna spoil it yet. But I think it's funny that people <laughs> were able to identify the Joker because of his ass. <laughs> for real. No, I was one of them. You sent me like a video and I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I kept watching it and I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I know I know that I say <laughs> I I recognize the head tilt. Well, I recognize the head tilt, the way he walked, mannerisms, the ass, the very shitty mm-hmm. spray tan. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, because you could see you could see a hint of that wrist, but like yeah. some kind of slut, <laughs> bitch. Like imagine showing your wrist. That's kind of slutty, to be honest. <laughs> like on a Sunday, bitch. <laughs> that's poor behavior. Literally, God's sake. Literally, that's poor behavior, to be honest. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> after the the main event concluded, CM Punk was celebrating his. Oh, CM Punk won. By the way, uh, <laughs> CM Punk won. And he was celebrating his victory or whatever. You know, he was like, yeah, I won. You woo. Um, mm-hmm. that's, what he said. that's what he said. <laughs> so then yep. this, I heard the, screen, 
the screen goes black and <laughs> um an old uh ring of honor well how do i even describe what happened bro uh, <laughs> okay i think i can right. do it i think do i can it. do it um it was like ring of honor era punk like he had long hair um and it was him saying this specific quote and as soon as i say it you'll recognize another wrestler who has said it in a feud with this thing but he was like it was him saying like the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing you people he doesn't exist and then the screen cut to the person in the mask they they're facing the camera with the mask on Wait, 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 wait. You forgot the voicemail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The voicemail. How did I forget about the voicemail? He's in his reputation era. You already know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know because I don't listen to Harrisler. But yeah. He's in his reputation Um, era. (laughs) I love that. And then there's this voicemail from Tony Khan saying, um, I'm going to have to swallow a bitter bullet. Like, the fans really miss you. It's hurting the company with your long absence. Um, you don't have to sign an extension. I need you to show up at All Out. I'll pay you. And then they blurred, they like beeped how much they're going to pay him. And then the person with the mask comes onto the screen. Um, he turns around. He takes the mask off. You see that curly hair. And then you see the fucking Burberry scarf. And then Max turns around. And he's like, I am the devil himself or some shit. And oh my god, I love Bro, I shit myself. (laughs) As soon as I heard the voicemail, I was screaming. I was yelling. I was My throat hurt by the end of this, bro. I was screaming, I was yelling, I shit myself, I threw up, I was rolling on the floor, convulsing, I was <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, God. That was it was a moment. And then he turns around, he puts on the Burberry scarf. Mwah. And then and then the glorious sound of his theme song. Cinematography. The cinnamon topography. I forgot. Dude, his theme song came on. I was about to shake my ass, bro. I was literally throwing it in a circle. I was, I was, I was, I was just, oh my God. His music hit. He comes out. The fans are cheering. We are not in Long Island, baby. This is, this is Chicago. 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 The doctor said I may never walk again. Not even on crutches. Even on crutches. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god stay so they don't they told you fuck you'll never be able to walk again not even on crutches <laughs> damn um but yeah so he um, comes out people are cheering him i'm literally shitting myself and then he gestures to cm punk and he does like the title thingy the little like thing where like you like gesture to your waist um i shit myself i was i was flabbergasted Mm -hmm. like dude i miss mjf so much like it's true absence really does make the heart fonder it really does I miss him so much. The the months 
the years, the decades of manifesting. And it's... it's yeah, like, I was grasping at straws. Like, hey, he looked at this character for, like, three seconds too long. <laughs> He's gonna come back after <laughs> No, for like, real. Like, <laughs> I knew. No, I was like, I was like, bitch. <laughs> I was like, Hook was his gum guy. If if Daddy Magic tries to attack Hook, MJF is gonna come to his rescue because that was his gum guy. <laughs> He's gonna yeah, come. He back. always had the best. Like, <laughs> there's some Hook deep lore for you. Oh, that's a that's a Hook lore for you. Um, you already know we we're the official Hook of af- af- aficionados. Uh, because we were, we consider mm-hmm. ourselves to be the very first hook stands. Uh, we do. Well, uh, among some of the very first, you know, we're not, the, the, it's a large world. No, we are the first. Well, technically his parents, but. <laughs> I mean, true. No, we beat Taz. We like, no, for real. prophesied. <laughs> we, we, this is a prophecy. <laughs> we were the fucking, the fucking oracles. <laughs> we are like, we are like, it's going to happen. He's like, what's gonna happen? We're like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Get ready. Be ready. <laughs> and then lo and oh, behold, okay. 23 years later, you know, I think he's 23, right? He's young as hell. That's all man. Yeah, he, yeah, he's in his Jordan here. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we were we're the very first hook stands. Uh we know all the lore. We've seen all the segments. We've know we know everything there is to know. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, we're the we're the Hookipedia, if you will. <laughs> Not stop screaming to come in. Let her in, bitch. I am. I gotta get up though. Anyway, let's continue. Um, but yeah, honestly, in my opinion, um, besides the MJF return that I have prayed for for so long, this pay per view was kind of mid. I'm real. It was real. It was kind of mid. Um, yeah, it was kind of mid. I'd give it like a six out of ten, like a like a B plus, I guess, or like a B minus, maybe just a B. Mm-hmm. Not in the A though. Um, I'd give it like a B. I just I don't know. It's just nothing really to me. Um, besides a few matches. It's just, it was kind of mid, but I mean the moments are cool. Um, so after all out, um, AEW had their usual media scrum. Um, man, this shit was juicy. Uh, I hate that word, but it's the only way to describe what happened here. Um, <laughs> it was, it was a lot. It was quite a lot, bro. That shit was crazy. Um, the coke was really coking. Uh, in Tony Khan's bloodstream. Uh, the coke was really coking. Um, it was it was it was a wild ride. Um, literally the fucking cameras had just turned on and CM Punk was already on a fucking rant. It was fucking crazy dude. Um, so Jesus Christ, okay. Um <laughs> How do we even begin to describe what happened here? Um, So, to understand why CM Punk was raging at this uh, media person, this journalist, 
Okay. So, basically, back in the day, CM Punk and Colt Cabana were, like, best friends. According to CM Punk, the fallout happened before the situation that I'm about to tell you guys happened, uh, like, long before that, but they were sued. They were, like, sued for defamation by an ex-WWE doctor. Because Punk was, like, talking shit on Colt Cabana's podcast about the dude. Yeah, also, by the way, like, this podcast was, like, it was the talk of the town for a very long time. Like, people still talk about this podcast, like, episode to this day. Like, it was, like, basically the podcast episode where CM Punk just went off on why he left WWE. So, like, he talked about, like, um, uh, him being served his, like, um, release papers or something on his wedding day. Um, and also the fact that he had, uh, like, a staph infection and he wrestled the Royal Rumble with it. Also, fun fact, I think it's either on the YouTube channel or it's on the website. But you can go look it up on WWE and you can look up, like, a, uh, a video called, like, CM Punk in the Royal Rumble of 2013, 14? Uh, 14, I think. Um. And it's just a video of his ass, basically. <laughs> like, throughout the entire, like, Royal Rumble that he was there. Because they were trying to prove... Because he had alleged... I don't know how I know this, but I know this. Anyways. He had alleged that um, he had, like, a, a giant, like, baseball-sized, like, lump or something. Which was a staph infection, like, close to, like, his ass, basically. Um, so, what they did was, like, they showed all of like the clips they had of him where he had where like you could like see um like that area and they put it all into like one clip to show the court that hey he didn't have this he's lying or like whatever um so anyways but yeah that that was like a really big like podcast that they dropped which like he went hard as fuck on that doctor by the way uh <laughs> i think i might have listened to it or i read the transcript but yeah, he went hard as fuck, and he was just talking about, like, all of the gripes he had and, like, all these different things. And, like, some people, like, still, like, talk about it whenever they talk about, like, stuff that's going on in the And they're like, oh, CM Punk was right about this, because da 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 It's kind of, like, on the same level as the Python. Uh, but, yeah, man, that, that podcast was, it was really, like, a huge thing. Yeah, I haven't, like, listened to it. I don't even think I've read the transcript. I just like kind of know about it for like osmosis. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, basically the gist of what they said but, on that podcast. Yeah. Thank you for that because I, I, I honestly I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So the elite, you know, the Bucks, Kenny, Hangman, they all are friends with Colt Cabana, and they really like look up to him because he like really pioneered the way that like indie wrestlers can promote themselves i think because of like merch and like podcasts and like vlogging i think um but i think that's like the anyway like he was just he really pioneered like the way that like wrestlers can promote themselves and so they hold coke cabana in like really high regards and hangman i've like heard rumors that apparently Hangman kind of 
and well, like the elite in general. Blame CM Punk, Hulk Cabana, like not really being featured in like ROH or AEW anymore. Um, I don't use the word during like the feud for the title, right? I think that yeah, it was the title feud. Um, Hangman and Punk were, you know, cutting promos on each other. It was May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. And Hangman, like, basically called Sam Punk out for being a hypocrite about workers' rights. And apparently that comment, like, really went through Sam Punk because on, like, August 17th, during an episode of Dynamite, while he was calling out Mox, um, Hang, uh, no, not Hangman, Sam Punk, like, called out hangman it was like you went into business for yourself like come out and face me like whatever um which is really funny to me we'll, we'll get into that later we'll get into that in a little bit um but like he called out hangman and it wasn't scripted like he wasn't supposed to talk about hangman it was just about just supposed to be about mock um so after all out during the media scrum he was like ranting about the elite and he was like they're like man children hold on if you click the link in there it'll um he had well he had also said um also he was eating a muffin (laughs) throughout all of this yeah and he plugged the place where he got uh the muffin anyways um so somebody had asked him i think about cole cabana or um i don't know who what the question actually was but he says that yeah they didn't air the question yeah he said um that he hasn't really like talked to him for almost a decade um he wants nothing to do with him like they literally like haven't talked or anything um and it was just a bunch of problems with like um Um, with like um, how he had like paid all of his legal fees and all this and other stuff but he hasn't been friends with him since like 2014 or like late 2013 um, and he says um, the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target and they spread lies and bullshit and put into the media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him, want nothing to do with him, do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. The fact that I have to get up there, up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. So then he he goes on to talk about Hangman Page. Um, he says, what did I ever do in this world to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and go and fucking go into business for himself? For what? What did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. Uh, and then he says, um, it's not... He's talking about Tony Khan. Uh, it's not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay, I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Um, 
But yeah, this dude was going the fuck. Um, mm-hmm. And what's really funny to me is that he's talking about how Hangman went into business for himself or whatever. But like him and Hangman were literally feuding. Like, I feel like um, he was yeah. literally just, like, you know, trying to, like, get people to, like, invest in this feud. Um, and, like, you know, if he's not pussy enough to be like, oh, you know, CM Punk, I really love you. I really respect you. Like, I'm so glad you're here, man. Like, I really love you. Like, I look I look up to you. You're my favorite. Da, da, da. Like, if he's not, like, going to be a fucking fake bitch and, like, straight up tell you what he thinks about you, like, isn't that what you're asking? Because he's basically saying, like, if you have a problem with me, like, tell me to my face and we can handle this situation, whatever. That is literally what Hangman did. And then he has the fucking nerve to say, like, oh, well, you know, he he went into business for himself or whatever. But it's like they were in a feud. Like, it makes sense for him to say those things. But for him to just go out yeah. and be like, oh, oh, you know, John Moxley, I'm going to beat your ass, whatever. Fuck Hangman Page. I'm going to beat your ass, John Moxley. Like, h- how is that not you going into business for yourself? You know, it's like if Hangman Page no, it, was like in a feud with like the Bucks and Kenny Omega, and then Adam Nova was like, "Oh, and fuck CM Punk, by the way," and then went back to feuding with it. Like, be for real. Yeah, like it's just CM Punk is a fuck—he's like a hypocrite. He's just a huge hypocrite. He is a hypocrite, and the way that like I see it is, he loves to be all like, "Oh, if you're not gonna like take advice and like receive criticism." Um, then, like, you should probably go on to, like, a different, um, like, promotion or, like, a different um, job. Like, to me, that's really his way of being, like, if you're not going to treat me like I'm, like, the best thing since sliced bread, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's just, like, it kind of, like, um, I don't know, because it's... It's giving spoils. Yeah, it's giving, like, um, entitlement, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like once, like, the novelty of, like, oh, it's really CM Punk, like, he's really doing this, so, like, he's really back, whatever. Like, it's been, like, a year. Like, almost, like, literally a year. It's been, like, a year. You know, I feel like the novelty's worn off and we're, like, oh, you know, it's CM Punk, he's mm-hmm. back on our TV again. <clears throat> and, you know, we're seeing him every week, whatever. Like, it's CM Punk. Okay, we get it, you know? Like, I feel like once that novelty is already, like, worn off, like, people can start to, like, truly see, like, oh, you know, he's not this, like, perfect messiah or whatever. Like, like I, I don't think he's a terrible person, you know? Like, every every person yeah. has their flaws, you know? But it's just, like... Mm-hmm. I just think he's a yeah, dick. Yeah, he's just a dick. And, like, he knows he's a dick. Um, but, like, he's... It's just... It's kind of hypocritical to me. Because it's like, how do you have beef with Hangman Page, dude? Like, the dude literally, like is on the timeline quoting Megan the Stallion. Like he literally he's literally like how do you have beef with Hangman Page? Like that is crazy. Yeah, today today Hangman tweeted happy labor day. So topical. <laughs> so topical. I love him. Um but yeah, it's just like I don't know. Um but it and like to go off on like the EVPs and everything, which like I don't even think like they have as much power as they used to. Anyways, I think Tony, I think they're just like EVPs, like in title, but not in like actual mm-hmm. practice. I think Tony kind of took most of the responsibility, which like he shouldn't be doing that honestly, because like how are you going to shoulder the weight of like all of those different things? Like you're one person, dude, mm-hmm. and it's not like. AEW is like his only job. Like he literally runs like fucking seventeen football teams and basketball and all this other shit. Like, mm-hmm. no wonder he does coke, man. I would literally kill. Uh, <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, after all of like these things were said, um, CM Punk left. You know, we thought that was the end of it. And then the time frame, nobody's really sure. I think, but well, um, I think they at least found out about it while uh, Swerve and Our Glory were talking because that's when the security guard like rushed out the door, right? And then at one point, uh, one of the security guards went up to Tony Khan and they told him something. Um, So I think it might have been like around there, but there was an altercation. Yeah, um, like Rosalie said, um, someone was, like, reporting the media's from, they were, like, like were live-streaming it, because it's not on the one that AEW posted. Um, but during, sometime during Swerve in Our Glory, you can see the security guard rushing outside, um, and then, like, when Chris Jericho gets there, it looked like he said some shit went down. Um, so that seems to be, like, around, like, the time frame. Um, it is said that, like, the Bucks and, I guess, Kenny Omega, because he was also involved as well, um, apparently they went to confront CM Punk about, like, what he said. Which is exactly Punk what Punk first- asked for, by the way. Like, how, you, how are you yeah. going to get pissed when, like, you asked for it, you know? It's like me pissing yeah. off, like, a bunch of people and being like, okay, well, if you're pissed off at me, like, you know, come over here and I'll beat your ass. And then, they and then like, you know, being pissed when they come to beat my ass. Like, be for real. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it was it was a confrontation between Kenny Omega, uh, and the Bucks versus CM Punk, and allegedly and A Steel. Oh yeah, and A Steel. Uh, <laughs> a Steel is like the funniest part of this movie. Like at this point, like you can't do a- anything okay. but laugh. <laughs> Seriously, um. It, okay, so Ace still is apparently like CM Punk's like really close friend. I had never heard of the guy. Never heard Admittedly, of I don't know shit about Punk. I don't really care about him. Never really have. To be completely honest, I follow him on Instagram for so, like dog about it. That's so valid. Um, but apparently, Ace still is like a really close friend. Um, this guy is like one of those big, like you know, those like bulky chihuahuas that like look like they're on steroids but they got like the skinny ass legs and like they never walk anywhere like they just like bark and like they hop while they're barking and so you can hear like the skit of like their nails (laughs) he looks like one of them he looks like one of those hell yeah um so um yeah uh, this this shit got crazy bro uh so apparently cm punk this was a physical altercation uh cm punk swung first um allegedly and i believe he hit matt maybe one of the books and (laughs) yeah he hit one of the books and then ace still i'm pretty sure apparently threw a chair that hit nick apparently well i i had i had i I sent you it on twitter i don't know if you saw it yet but um apparently what had happened was I think he he literally like straight up like hit Nick Jackson with a, a chair, like oh <laughs> like it oh yeah 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 like um and apparently the ca- okay 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 what had happened was 
Punk and the Bucks were the ones that got into a physical altercation. And then Kenny Omega and Ace Steel were in a different one. Maybe it might have been in the same place, but it's two different altercations. Um, I don't know what the what the <laughs> what the Kenny Omega and Ace Steel one, because that was the one that got crazy. Um, but um <laughs> No, I'm sorry. That is literally so fucking funny. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, apparently Ace still like grabbed Kenny Omega's arm and bit him. Yeah, and he pulled his hair or something. But it's like he yeah. bit him. <laughs> Dude, you text I was at work and you texted me and you're like, oh, like it was apparently Kenny and the I mean uh punk in the bucks or something. And then like you sent me the thing and I was like, oh shit. And then you're like, Kenny got bit. And I'm like, the fuck you mean he got bit? <laughs> like, by Larry the dog? <laughs> like, what the fuck do you mean he got bit? <laughs> this shit was insane. <laughs> I would kill to be a fly on oh, the wall, awesome. dude. <laughs> Me too. Dude, I, I would sell my soul to be, like, a fly in, like, the locker room. Especially like last night. Oh hell yeah! Yes, dude. Oh my god, I want to know exactly what was going on that day. I want to be everywhere. I even like I didn't even finish tweet like what I see. I'm just gonna like I want to experience that for me. Yeah, dude. I know. I know. Brandon Cutler has that footage. Release the Cutler cut. Okay, we have to fucking see it. I know he has that footage. Brandon, yeah, please. And the color cut. It's just him, and he like added it in, in post because he was too scared to say anything while it was happening. So like you just hear like you can hear the fight, and then just like in like clear audio because he was in like the fucking sound room. <laughs> you just hear him go, "World star." World star. <laughs> <laughs> Release the color cut. <laughs> Nick gets hit with the chair. He needs some he milk. Needs some milk. <laughs> okay, so apparently Nick was knocked out because he got hit with a fucking chair yeah. in the head. Which, like, goddamn, that poor guy's been through it. First, his fucking lower back problems, and now, now he got fucking hit with a chair. <laughs> Nobody really knows why uh, this started like nobody knows what led to the actual like physical confrontation um but both of them i mean all of them had had beef and apparently uh kenny and the bucks had threatened to like walk out over something that punk had said or something that he did um so it says uh i'm not sure where this is from because i got it from twitter but some uh it says that uh punk and the bucks uh, oh, well, I guess we'll, we'll give them credit. Uh, by at Drain Bamager, um, they tweeted um, like a screenshot of an article or something. I'm not, I'm not sure who originally posted this. But um, it says Punk and the Bucks got into a Honestly, physical right. altercation. Omega and Steel had a separate one. A Steel shoot cracked Nick with a Steel chair. One person saying he's lucky he isn't in jail. Several people in the company believe he will not be back, which, like, <laughs> he fucking bit Kenny Omega. I sure hope he wouldn't be back. Um, <laughs> security was called, and there were a lot of people with one person saying they were trying to save lives. Uh, and there's a lot of heat on Ace Steel. 
Um, the argument continued with a lot of cursing and shouting until the elite left. Some are siding with Punk, some with the elite, but some seem to think that Punk should have expected to be approached about his comments. Uh, FTR had left by then, uh, and Jericho has stepped up in recent events, in recent weeks, and been a calming presence. In- Which I can believe because Jericho's like a veteran. I feel like he's fucking seen it all. So I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, this is fucking insane. Like, I really want to know what happened. I, I, <laughs> it, it, someone has the someone footage. has Release the fucking it, footage, okay. and it's Brandon Cutler. Release the Cutler cut. I will give you every single dollar in my bank account if you post the footage. Brandon, <laughs> please. <laughs> like, you don't even have to like put it under your name just send it to us at ring rat inc on twitter okay we, we, we won't mm-hmm. release it we just want to see it for ourselves for <laughs> just real. send it to us brendan please <laughs> um but yeah please please bro. you know i find it really funny how like a couple weeks ago tony khan had said that after all out the roster would be like <laughs> the strongest it'll it's ever been and now they're like 100 percent divided like that is crazy mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know uh before we had found out that it was the bucks we really tried to figure out who he like swung with like who who he swung at uh <laughs> like the bucks were like way at the bottom of my list i was like eh, it could be hangman i feel like it but i feel like hangman wouldn't swing first because like you know man uh <laughs> and you know if, if but like He's not going to start something, but he'll finish it. But if it's not Hangman, then it's Kenny. But, like, you know, Kenny could... I thought like Kenny could fight somebody. Why not? The, the Bucks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not expecting that one. <laughs> also, like, and I just want to... This is, like, we're, like, no longer in, like, the giving you news portion of this. This is just us, like, intro, outro and, like, shit talking. While staying on topic. Personally, like, I heard they'll mention Ace Steel's name and so like fucking dynamite. Okay, I think Punk planned this. I I'm Yo. I think he planned it. <laughs> <laughs> like he broke a steel out out of the nut house and he's like, hey little bro, I need your help. Are you saying this is like fucking like bike fight? Like, apparently, oh, well, he no. can't shoot fight. No, and we so, know. We know that CM Punk cannot fight, okay? He's, like, 0-2 yeah. in, in UFC. Like, that motherfucker cannot fight. Like, this is proven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this has been shown. So, <laughs> I think I think Punk knew that he couldn't fight, and I knew. I think he knew that he wanted to talk shit. And so he was like, A.O. Ace, like, come you. <laughs> And then Ace, Ace of the like, fucking okay, Chompers came out. <laughs> he even has a dog name, bro. Oh my god, he does. He has two of them. Ace and Steel. Oh my god. He's got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> it's the fucking, fucking crazy. <laughs> the fucking thought of like, the, was that his last resort? Like, could he not get Kenny under control or something? And he's like, fuck it. <sighs> and just... <laughs> just fucking bit him because <laughs> i feel like that's not like on the top of like my list of like conflict resolution you know 
No, it's really not. Like, I could see, I think it's like a bitch move, but like, I could see like grabbing someone's hair so you can like get a clean shot on their face. But yeah. like, biting is always my last resort because like, yeah. you're getting yourself like too close to the person. Like, you don't know what their hygiene is. And if they move, you can like knock out a teeth. <laughs> like, one wrong move and your yeah. teeth is out. You know what I'm saying? Like, your teeth are not as strong mm-hmm. as you like to think that they are. Hey, like, if you bite someone, you could lose a tooth. Like, if you bite someone, like, really aggressively to, like, calm them down or something, and, like, they move the wrong way or, like, miscommunication, you can knock out a tooth. <laughs> like, that is my last resort. I cannot believe that man resorted to biting Kenny Omega. I feel like... <laughs> Okay, I think it's funnier if, like, that was his first, just his first instinct. This is just bite. Like, he's just walking up to Kenny and nom nom. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's your fucking dog, bitch! It don't bite. <laughs> yes, that is do. literally, that is, oh my god, bro, like. <laughs> yes, I do! <laughs> No man, that shit was insane. I hope- that shit was crazy. <laughs> My God, um, wow, what Not is going? What, like, what is? What I on earth is going on in the House of Commons? I hope they're okay. Um, but like one thing about this is like Eddie Kingston was literally fired for like not fired. He was suspended. Eddie Kingston was suspended for getting into a fight with Stanley Guevara. No, because it's like, because it's like, why would you get into a fight with fucking Kenny Omega and the Bucks who literally haven't done anything? Sammy Guevara is right there. Like, he is right there. Like, go fight him. Yeah, because it's like, you have to keep that energy for everybody. Like, you can't just be like, oh, you know, Eddie, you beat someone up. That's not good. Like, you can't do that. Whatever. And then Punk does the same thing. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but he's CM Punk. You're like, yeah, but yeah, but he's CM Punk, so it's like, you know, this is not comparable situation. Like, you can't be like that. Like, I feel like it'll just put like a, sa- a even worse taste in like the locker room's mouth if like you should clearly show preference just because of your own like personal like connection or like you know your own personal like uh, favoritism or whatever. Um, which, like, I get that he's CM Punk. I get that we haven't seen him wrestle in, like, almost a decade. Like, I get that. Like, I get that. I get it. I get it. I understand. But it's, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, he's still your employee, and he's still a wrestler in your company. Like, you have to treat him the same way that you would treat Eddie Kingston for hitting somebody. Like, you can't just be, like, you know, let it fly because you see him punk. And, like, MJF can carry a feud for two for two weeks. You know, he could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That That's what I said. Like, I think Max definitely, and, like, especially now that, like, the fans haven't seen him in so long, I, I for sure think that he can like, draw out, like, promos and, like, build the feud up while Punk is suspended. Um, I think if Tony Khan just decides to do nothing, then he really needs to hang up the fucking reins and just go to being, like, an investor. Because 
you can't run a you can't run a wrestling company that has people fighting like two teenage girls over a boy during like lunch period. Mm-hmm. And so like I kind of feel like even though like it is gonna definitely like fuck with the pacing of like this feud, you kind of have to suspend. Yeah, CM honestly. Punk. Like, in my opinion, like, at the end of the day, whether or not you're close with these people or whether or not you consider them to be your friends or whether, you like, you're a fan of the people that are working for you, like, at the end of the day, they are your employees just like anybody else. And you have to treat them like employees. You can't just be like, yeah, but that's my buddy Phil. You know, he was my boy. Like, you can't do that. Like, it's just you have to treat everybody equally um, regardless of their status because you know um it's just like i don't know like it's just like it's like you have to like learn to separate your own personal connections uh to somebody uh like from your business relationships you know from your own like personal stock um in some like i don't know i just i feel like he has to like vent him because he had you have to keep the same energy that you have with everybody because then people are gonna be like oh well you know cm punk got away with it why can't why can't i and then it's like oh but like you you let cm punk get away with it but eddie kingston can't so like what am i to you you know like how much do you value me like do you value me enough to like for me to get away with this and like i don't know yeah and we've already heard like jonathan gresham he straight up left AEW because he was like, man, I don't know where I, like, sit with Tony Khan. So, like... Yeah, like, you can't get a single conversation with him, or whatever. Like, it's hard to, like, be in communications with him. But it's like, you know, I feel like there's not really a hierarchy in AEW. Like, it feels like, you know, because at least with WWE, it's like, um, if you have... Vince, at the end of the day, is, like, the ones that made that made all the decisions and everything. But at the end of the day, there were still people that you could go to that are, like, lower down in the card that would, like, you know, pass up your message. So that way, like, the the separation of power, you know, like, people, it was accessible. <clears throat> yeah, and they're, like, apparently they're trying to do that with, like, Tony Schiavone. And I think now maybe even, like, Chris Jericho is trying to mm-hmm. be, like, a locker room leader in some sort of way but um also i kind of feel like it shouldn't be up to like your talent to police the locker room like you should you know be enough of a boss to be like hey this is what i expect from all of you you break the rules you get suspended you break them too many times you're out of here like i just think that AEW's problem and Honestly, it kind of resembles what Big Swole was saying. If you want to have that conversation, is there is no communication. There's like, it is so murky. The water is so murky in AEW. Like, apologize to Big Swole because she was kind of right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the problem. It's been the problem ever since it started. Like, I think having Cody and, the like, the Elite as, like, the EVPs and stuff, like, I think that kind of set them off in the wrong 
because it's like yeah yeah you know put kenny in charge of the women's division but also kenny has to look out for kenny and kenny has to do all these other things or like i don't know like you have to have like people that are not in it for themselves mm-hmm. to work on it you know like hire outside people like hire retired people and like you could get like william regal you know somebody that like puts their foot down and also like understands you know the people that they work with like <clears throat> like also i think that's one of uh tk's problems is like i feel like he doesn't put his foot down enough like because if you don't do that people are going to walk mm-hmm. he's serious of a pushover yeah, he's people are gonna walk all over you because it's like, why are you sitting here nodding and like smiling when CM Punk is calling your EVPs like dumb fucks? Like, what kind of message does that send? Yeah, like, like your employees and his coworkers and like getting into fights and like starting all these other things, and it's like, like you're just like sitting there like. Yeah, you know, go CM Punk. But I, I got CM Punk. Like, but it's CM Punk. I brought see I, I brought CM Punk. It's CM Punk. See? Like, how are you just gonna sit there and do that? It's just it's really crazy to me. But also I just want to say that like I don't really see that much of like an issue with like Kenny running like the women's division because like he's not wrestling. Yeah, I mean that's true. But at the same time, like he's also like focusing on his career. And like I feel like um he might also like doesn't have as much experience as somebody who or like understands the struggles i guess mm-hmm. like i don't think he should be like completely over it but like i don't have an issue with him like you know like producing matches you know yeah producing sure but i feel like uh it's like um i mean like and you can't completely write him out anyway cuz it's not like this is this it's mm-hmm. not like this is something that he does like regularly you know like, it's something that he's learning and he has to learn on the yeah. job. Because, like, how else are you going to, like, get better at things if you don't learn? But, you know, at, at the same time, it's like he has to worry about his own career, his own health, anything else that he's doing, like, outside work for AEW besides working with the women. Um, but, I mean, I don't think he did a terrible job. I feel like we didn't really get to see his vision in, flir- in like, uh, in fruition because of like covid because he hired a lot of like international talent um, Mm -hmm. and that kind of you know stunned everything because um you know the pandemic and like travel restrictions and stuff so we never really got to see what could have been but you know i I don't think he was doing a terrible job i don't either and i definitely think that like you can see a clear difference in the women's division like when kenny was out injured Compared to like what it is now that he's like kind of that now that he's back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's really like this episode is going to be kind of long. A little bit. If we keep going, because <laughs> that's like two hours <clears throat> right there. So um, for the outro, um, I'm going to leave you guys with this little fact and Rosalie can say whatever she wants. Um, I started messaging Lance um, memes every day. He has not replied, and I honestly expect him to block me again. But, you know, this is either going to be enemies to friends, or it's going to be enemies to arch rivals. Yeah. And, you know, either way, I'm ready for it. (laughs) I really respect that, honestly. Um... 
But yeah, man, wrestling, the state of wrestling right now. Nah, is, real is wrestling is back, okay? It's For real. Back. Shout dude, out. Dude, Hell yeah. apparently, I forgot who the other dude was, but apparently Arn Anderson and some other dude, like, back in the day, they got in a fight with fucking scissors. Scissors? Imagine if Ace still had, had scissors, bro. <laughs> He'd cut off Kenny's hair and then bite it. <laughs> like... Bro, he'd be cutting off fingers. Like, but honestly, though, honestly, though, he Kenny kind of does need to get his hair cut because that shit is dry as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, there's no coming back from that. King, please get some please, Olaplex. Please get some Olaplex cut off all your dead ends. Like, please. <laughs> yeah, I need to cut my dead ends. Me too. But I also don't trust myself with scissors because, like, I'm going to be like, ooh, like, what if I'm in a little shorter? And then I'm going to kill myself because my hair is too short. So. <laughs> it really do be like that, honestly. It really do. But um, we love you guys. Wash we your We love hands. you. We missed you. Wash your ass. Uh, wear deodorant. Please wear deodorant, Jesus Christ. Especially if you're going to go to a <laughs> wrestling show. In general, please just wear deodorant. Yeah. Not not any of that natural shit, okay? It doesn't work. Okay, not, wear actual... Yeah, get all of the chemicals, okay? All of it, okay? If it doesn't give you a, a birth defect, it's not working. Okay, <laughs> like, you gotta go with the strong clinical shit, okay? Like, I'm for real, dude. Like, please wear deodorant. <laughs> it is not optional. But, yeah, it's not... Um. Take your medicine. Drink water. Big shout out uh, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban. Big shout out Eddie Kingston. Big shout out Eddie Kingston. Dude, he uh, had his beard. He was oh, growing yeah. his beard out and his hair. I, I forgot which one it was. I think it may have been Tony or Excalibur. But they were like, I didn't even know he could grow hair up there. <laughs> like, why would y'all do him like that? No, you know what? You know what, though? killer cross came back right and he had a full head of hair and it's like if he could always grow hair why did he choose to be bald and ugly no like, for real. like, like if you could like always grow a full head of hair for real if you could always grow a full head of hair why did you choose to be bald <laughs> like like yeah i don't get it i don't get that he looked because, ugly and like honestly especially like if you're a wrestler because i would much rather have have like another wrestler pull my hair and like slap me upside my bald head you know <laughs> for real like damn bitch you know some men don't have the luxury of being able to grow a full head of hair and yeah. here you are just wasting it away because you choose to be bald and ugly like, like be for real <laughs> be so for real but uh yeah that has been our comeback episode yes sir uh, we still don't know what we're gonna name it, but we'll fucking figure it. Um, um, I don't know something with like got that dog in them. I guess <laughs> got that dog. The dog. All right, our boy Craig. I feel like he's he's had enough. Yeah. So we have to. Uh, we gotta we gotta turn off the bear dog. Yeah. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. I don't even know how to fucking stop it. Me like- either. I'm going to just put stop recording and see if it works. <laughs>